budget. We appreciated their fast callback time, and they left no mess behind. Thank you, Rap Plumbing and Heating, for your service, and I want to say that we're proud to recommend you to others. This is Dan Rapp of Rap Plumbing and Heating. My crew and I work hard to exceed your expectations on all your plumbing needs. We pride ourselves on top quality workmanship and thank all of our customers for their recommendations. I like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. That's right. You heard it here. If you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Need a plumber? Call Rap Plumbing and Heating. They'll get back to you, give you a free estimate, and have it done as quickly as possible. Rap Plumbing and Heating, 752-1844. 752-1844. When you're in pain, it causes stress. Even minor pain is telling you something's not right, and early detection is the best path to relief. Make a call to Dr. Colin Hardy of Atlas Chiropractic. Not only can he alleviate your pain, but also reduce physical stress and boost and maintain proper immune system function. Chiropractic is a natural immune booster. With each adjustment, they're not only supporting the central nervous system through proper spinal function and alignment, but also stimulating and strengthening the immune system by removing nerve interferences and stressors that can drag it down. Call 307-672-6000 for details and scheduling with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. Yes, there are fish under the ice, and they can be worth a lot. The Sheridan Rotary Club's second annual Ice Fishing Derby will be held at Lake DeSmit Saturday, February 26th. Enjoy the fun and a chance to win the $25,000 grand prize. Prizes in four categories, $1,000 for the largest fish, $300 for second, and $200 for third place. Additionally, 200 tagged fish are worth $50 each, plus door prizes, lots of door prizes. Tickets are available Derby Day at the lake at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports in Sheridan or online at SheridanRotary.org. But wait, there's more. Join the raffle for a Derby Day helicopter ride at the lake, weather permitting. Sheridan Rotary's second annual ice fishing derby, Lake DeSmit, Saturday, February 26th. Brought to you by Dave Alden, Tegler & Associates, Sheridan Media, Interior Images, Century 21 BHJ Realty, Precision Excavation, Aaron Waddell, DYT Solutions, Dawson & Megan Powers, Agents of Century. This is me trying to conjure up the spirits of Rob Manford as well as the Players Association to end this lockout for the MLB so we can watch some baseball. Mm-hmm. I don't do any of this on the podcast, but I thought I would make for a funny ad and catch your attention for the Weekend Sports Rep podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do talk about the MLB lockout a little bit as well as the Champions League and some Sheridan area sports, so please tune into the Weekend Sports Rep podcast on SheridanMedia.com, wherever you get your podcasts or on podcastwyoming.com. Mm-hmm. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by American Liberty Mortgage. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. American Liberty Mortgage. Now, this morning, I am joined by the Sheridan County Undersheriff, Levi Dominguez, and Sergeant Devereaux Johnson. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Morning. Now, uh, uh, how have things been down at the Sheriff's Office lately? 
going really well. Yep, yep. Everything's, you know, the cold weather's kind of come in, and, and our deputies are getting caught up on their cases, and, and things are, are looking good. We're full staff here at the sheriff's office, and so things are going well. Now, how, how long have you been full staff? Uh, just within the last few months, you know, we have, uh, and when I say full staff, our patrol deputies are, are fully staff and, and, you know, our detention staff, our detention deputies, that's kind of, we're always looking for help in, in the detention center. Um, you know, I think we have two openings right now and, and we're oh, testing wow. for that. Um, but that's better than, than months previous. We were, we've had, um, uh, far greater, um, openings in, in the jail than we we do right now, so that's looking good. And then um, our, our patrol deputies, we're all fully staffed right now. And I'll bet that's uh, quite a relief to all the deputies down uh, on patrol and up at the detention center who can actually uh, not have to work so many hours. Huh? They can kind of take a break here and there. Does it kind of feel like that around the office? Has everyone just got a little more pep in their step because they could take a rest? Yeah, yeah, and it really helps when we're fully staffed because we can look at, you know, some some better trainings that we can go to. We're not worried about scheduling, you know, different things. If we have deputies that need to go to training and we have to backfill those positions, you know, to keep our minimum staffing levels, you know, for the county. And then, you know, going into the busy time, you know, here we're coming up on, you know, coming into end of winter and and going into the spring and summer. And so being fully staffed going into the busy part of the year, you know, you know, with with deputies getting ready to take vacation through the summer and stuff, it it makes scheduling a lot easier. Oh, yeah. And I'll bet uh, a much better outlook for the upcoming better, better, busy season than uh, in years previous, because, you know, I'm going to get a good vacation this year (laughs) or I can finally get to that training that I've wanted to hit, yep, absolutely. Uh, which I know, uh, you know, some of those trainings, uh, not only educational and, and needed, but some of those can be pretty fun. Uh, yeah. You know, I really, really enjoyed uh, going out to remote trainings when I was in the National Guard, get to see a new place. I usually tried to go alone. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, it was just, I felt like I got more done being out there, you know, when they'd ship me to what was it, Camp Williams or something like that, you know. So uh, how did the community outreach go? Uh, we talked about that last time you were on the show, Sergeant Johnson. How did everything go? Yeah, so I didn't get a chance to um, get out there. For oh, the dang, you weren't out there this yeah, time. Okay. Unfortunately, unfortunately not. But um, my understanding afterwards was that everything went well, and um, I'm not sure what the turnout exactly was, but my understanding was that it went well. No big issues were brought to the forefront that everyone had to address, or you know, Floyd. No, it was it was a great turnout. Um, you know, story. You know, the residents came, and it was a great turnout. Um, you know, I think we had close to to 20 or so residents oh, that were great. there, yeah. and, and a great great turnout for for the the smaller communities and community outreach, and and nothing. You know. From what we looked at our year-end review, nothing stood out to us that we knew that we were going to have concerns. You know, it's it's the, you know, the the typical make sure your doors are locked and make sure you know you don't leave your keys in your vehicles. Those types of things, educational for that. And, and the community just really came out and wanted to uh, support the sheriff's office and, and thank us for a job well done. You know, as far as being in in the community patrolling, and they a lot of 
that that was kind of the the sentiment that was going around uh, as far as you know the residents were just thankful for the sheriff's office um one thing that came up and we're going to talk a little bit about later was was the code red you know we had a few residents asking about the code red you know um program and what that entailed and, and how they can get signed up for that and so that's something that we wanted to put on on public pulse and, and get a chance to talk about it but for the most part there, there wasn't any any big concerns or anything like that it was just um it's always a great great opportunity to get to know the the residents that are there you know there's some some new folks that moved into the area and we got to meet them and and just it's just it's just great to get up and, and enjoy that time with the community and that's got to really refill the cup now and then uh you know everybody on earth likes to be told you're doing a good job yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, it really does help. It, it it validates your efforts. It validates all the hours that you put in. It validates the trainings. Uh, it just kind of makes everything um, worth your time. It, it does. To hear it. And, and, and our deputies enjoy hearing it. And there's just what I would like to let, let the, the residents of the county know, though, too, that you know, we put on these community outreach programs not for that. You know, it's it's great to hear that, but we want to know what's going on. We want to know if we're not doing something that, that you know, they feel is expected of us to do at yeah. the sheriff's office. If if there's something that's not being brought up because, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we, we just don't know what we don't know. So if, if there's something that's that's going on and, and you know, we're not getting, you know, um, we encourage the residents to to call in suspicious circumstances or something that just doesn't feel right. If they have questions and they're not sure if it's the sheriff's office can handle it, that's what we're there for to answer those questions and, and, and to be, be available and be approachable. And so, you know, as much as we like hearing those things, we also want the community to feel, um, feel like they can let us know if something's not right or we're not doing something because that's the only way we can better serve the community is by getting out and and them being honest with us. And I think story was, I think the residents were honest with us, but we also want to make sure that that's, you know, we're, we're not there for, for that. We're there to, you know, also to make sure that we're doing a good job. Exactly. And, and I, I think a lot of people don't know that you can call your sheriff's office if you have a question it's it's Absolutely. not something that is shied upon it, it, they're not wasting anyone's time that's why you're there so if you have a question it is totally okay to give you guys a ring and say hey i was just curious about this so uh, either you know who knows what the question could be something about law maybe you've seen something that you don't think is right or does look suspicious yeah. it's not a waste of time and and a deputy could drive up, take a look. That's their job. They you know, get them out of the main uh, area now and then up up into the up into the woods. So, yeah. uh, and that code red, we will talk at length about that because I can see how that would uh, be extremely beneficial to someone up in story. Now mm-hmm. you know a little bit more of a remote area, uh, but uh, getting those alerts absolutely critical uh, uh, sometimes, especially if they had to say drive, uh, you know, or or were expecting some severe weather. Now, uh, does uh, d- does extreme cold weather like the stuff that we've been experiencing recently make any of the duties a little bit more difficult as you're going out there? Um, you know, we all have cold weather gear and stuff like that, but nobody likes to be out in weather like this for extended periods of time. And I know deputies are always out there, you know, kind of remote area, um, looking around the county and things like that. Does this, is this a challenge? You know, I would make the argument that it's no more of a challenge than hot, uh, you know, hundred plus degree weather in the summertime. 
and we're, we have the benefit that uh, the majority of our deputies are all local guys that experienced the seasons of Sheridan. Yep, um, you know, grew up in it, uh, yeah. Exactly. So, um, you know, I, driving around, there's going to be uh, road conditions. That stuff's always going to be a bit more of a challenge for deputies out on the, out on the road, police officers, highway patrolmen out on the road. Um, but in terms of doing the job itself, it's, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just say it's it's just another day on the job. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> Cold, do hot, it. doesn't yeah, matter. Right. You get out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, we've got a big campaign going on. Uh, this has uh, been around, I think, since about January. <coughs> uh, what is the 307 Aware campaign? Yeah, so the B307 Aware, and it's, you know, it's taken, um, it's traversing across the, the you know, uh, the state right now, and it's something that was implemented um, down in the Sublet County area initially, um, um, kind of trialed um, down there with their emergency management coordinator, and um, it's kind of just taken off. And so it, it's it's you know it's really hit, and they wanted to kind of get a campaign going, and you know it's um, supported by the Wyoming State Search and Rescue Council, the Wyoming Office of Homeland Security and the Wyoming Sheriff's Association, and uh, it's essentially a dedicated radio channel that's accessible by any two-way um, handheld radios with, uh, it's called Family Radio Service, or the FRS, or General Mobile Radio Service, the GMRS, and it that can be used by rec- recreationalists to communicate with first responders in the event of an emergency. And so it's just a, a really neat um, program, and, and we can, I, I want to talk a little bit more about it because you know, we've got the snow is here. It's, you know, and, and you can blame that on me. I've been doing the snow dances all night. <laughs> Our family's a big skiing family. And so uh, been we've, waiting on it, we've been you? wanting the snow, maybe not so much the cold weather, but the, the snow is great. We're going to start seeing snowmobilers, you know, making their way up the mountain. They, they have been, but, you know, the snow is really good up in the mountain now. And so that's going to be something. And, and you know, we've got the Bighorn um, National Forest, you know, right at our back door. We've got some great areas in Sheridan County um, that you can go out and recreate. And um, when you're doing those things, you know, there's always the propensity for, for something bad to happen. You know, injuries, getting lost, you know, the list goes on. And so... You know, um, in an event of an emergency, um, these handheld radios, these, you know, these two-way handheld radios are becoming more accessible. You see them out at your local um, retail stores, your your sporting goods stores, your outdoor, you know, um, stores and, and, and Walmarts and, and those things. And, and, and you can get them any 60 to, you know, how much ever much you want to spend. The prices really come down on yeah, those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so... What we found is that if there's something that that happens with these recreationals and and they're up backcountry skiing or snowmobiling and, you know, that's just a common item now that these snowmobilers or these, you know, backcountry recreationalists have in their pack, just as another another tool. And um, and they communicate with each other, um, you know, when they're out riding and, you know, whether it's ATVing or snowmobiling or, you know, skiing or anything like that or hiking. And so... They looked at, uh, you know, the a bunch of agencies in the state got together and said, well, if there is something that happened, is there a way that we can tap into that? You know, because our radios typically don't have that. And, and so it came up with uh, 307. And what that means is, is you, you, you put those two-way radios to channel 3 and then privacy code 7, so 307. And um, um, if, if there is an emergency, if you're injured or you know that there's, you know, search and rescue or somebody's looking for you because you're lost, you can change your, your two-way radio to that channel 
and search and rescue crews will have these two-way radios available as well. And as they're searching or trying to get close to where you are, they can they can try to communicate with, with somebody who's hurt, injured, or lost. And it, it can really speed up um, and make more uh, the rescues and searches more efficient and, and speed those up. That's amazing. Uh, this could be a major game changer uh, for search and rescue up there, uh, as long as you've got one of these in your pack, which, like you said, a lot of people already do. Uh, yes. I, it's a great idea if, if you've got kids up there. You know, hey, mm-hmm. take this radio, stay in contact with mom and dad no matter how far out you get. Yeah. Uh, all they got to do is just give you a ring on that thing if you're in the area. I mean, what's the distance? What's the average distance of one of these little handheld radios? You know, for those handheld radios, it it, it depends on, you know, terrain and, and, you know, but a lot of it's through, you know, what you can visually see. But, you know, it, up upwards to, you know, 10 to, you know, 35, 40 miles, depending wow. on the terrain and where you're at, you know, and stuff. And so, you know, if you if you can see down, like, you know, for instance, you know, these would, these would come in handy if, if let's say, you know, a climber or something had fallen and, and they're injured and, and we know we're in the area and search and rescue has and they have a radio before you even get, you know, you know, medical personnel down to them. If, if you can chat with the injured or somebody who's down with them and say, what's going on? You know, what do you need? What do you need? Exactly. And, and that gives medical personnel on scene. OK, we're going to need to take this down to that to that victim or that injured person. And, you know, it, it's helped, I think, in down. I'm not quite sure, but I think it was like Sublet County. They had a very successful um, uh, search and rescue using the, the 307 campaign. I think it was a lost snowmobile or, or stranded or something, and they got in, in the you know general vicinity of this lost or injured snowmobiler, and they u- utilized that 307, and they were able to get to as they were communicating. He was or the the I'm not sure if it was, but the the snowmobiler was able to you know let the rescuers know you know I'm, I'm over here. If you look at this landmark and and talk to him, and they were able to get to them a lot sooner. Fantastic. Yeah, and and if this whole thing saves one life, then it's worth it. Uh, Absolutely. And, and it sounds like it may have already done that because we don't know what could have happened out there. I mean, we've got snowmobilers that go missing quite often. And uh, where I come from over there in Star Valley, we have avalanches every single year. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and they might not kill someone every year, but they have. And and situations like that can be absolutely terrifying. You get up there and an avalanche occurs, maybe buries you halfway or buries your buddy. You need some help right away. Uh, you can jump on the horn and let people know where you're at, and uh, they can get to you at a, a much more quickly than, than they would have, you know, because you're kind of guessing, especially yeah. once the terrain has changed due to an avalanche or a situation like that. Maybe it's snowing. And I think we all know snow on a landscape will change uh, what it looks like. Uh, I think everyone's yeah. kind of gotten back into the woods a little bit and then a, get hit by a snowstorm. You turn around and where you came from doesn't look anything like it did. Uh, it can yeah. really change the situation. So this is a fantastic program. And yeah. and I'm, I'm almost amazed that it's, it's a brand new thing. And all we got to do, Channel 7 or no, Channel, channel 3. 3 Privacy setting seven. seven. Yep. Three oh seven. Yep. Three oh seven. And I, I just Floyd, I want to let folks know that that are listening or or, or or read about this is that this is not a replacement for nine one one. 
You know, this is something that is is to be utilized, you know, after the fact that an emergency has set in or an incident, you know. This isn't something that our uh, local dispatch center or search and rescue crews are monitoring, you know, on a daily basis or, you know, hourly. This is something that um, if an incident, you know, were to go, you know, and we get called out to an incident, you know, if something happens, you need to call 911 so that way we can get the, the proper first responders, you know, into the area. And then it will be utilized to uh, assist with searches or rescues. So I just want to make sure that, you know, we're not using it as a replacement of 911. This right. is just an extra tool. And there's other great tools out there. You you know, you have like the SOS apps, the, you know, the GPS, you know, um, you know, beacons and, and satellite apps. And, and, and those are all great, too. And, and we can certainly, you know, our search and rescue and, and are all trained up on, on how to use those and, and to um, use those to our advantage. This is just another tool in the toolbox. Absolutely. And uh, sounds like a fantastic one. Now, our search and rescue around here, they get called out. Uh, is it more during the summer season uh, once the tourists kind of get around? Or, you know, or... it, it depends. You know, we average anywhere between 10 and 15 um, call-outs a, uh, a year. Last year, I think it was we, we had 10, 10 search and rescue call-outs. And it all depends on the weather, too. You know, and yeah. I mean, if, if we have a good snow year in the wintertime, we might have some, some more rescues that happen in the winter because we have snowmobilers that are getting lost or stranded or, or you know, and, and hikers. So it, it, it depends, you know, as, as far as, but it's evenly across. I mean, we have snowmobilers and, and you know, backcountry recreationalists in the wintertime that, you know, need search and rescue. And then we also have hikers and, and you know, um, and, and, and other campers, you know, in, in the summer and, and fall times, too. So it's kind of average across the board, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things weather dependent. All right. When we return, we're going to continue with the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Considering a mortgage loan? You have a new option here in Sheridan. Tia Jaffe and American Liberty Mortgage. Tia and her team offer years of personalized expert service with a variety of home loan options. So whether you're purchasing or refinancing, they have something for every stage of your life. At American Liberty Mortgage, their job is to make your dream a reality. Give Tia Jaffe a call today, 307-214-8369. NMLS number 636-438. Visit her online at yoloans.com. Mossholder's Design Center is here to help you create a space that you'll love. If you're relocating, remodeling, or just refreshing your home, Mossholder's talented design team can help you through the process. With free in-home consultations, Mossholder's will be able to find the furniture and finishing touches that work best with your space, your lifestyle, and your budget. So if you want to change the look of just one room or furnish an entire home, Mossholder's designers can get it done. Mossholder's, furniture is our passion. Aloha. It's the annual Albert J. Goodwater FFA Alumni Luau Bash Fundraiser, Saturday, February 26th at the Sheridan County Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall. Their silent auction is actually online this year, Tuesday, February 22nd through Saturday evening at 7. Proceeds fund local FFA scholarships. This year's coverage sponsored by True Built Builders, Heartland Kubota, ERA Carroll Realty, First Federal Bank and Trust, Cindy Kramer's American National Insurance, and Blacktooth Large Animal Services. 
Exciting things are happening at Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits as we roll out our latest new menus. Off of our big plate menu, let's highlight the way Frackleton's serves up a pork chop dinner. French pork chops, farm to fork from Young's Farm near Parkman, grilled and served with mashed potatoes, haricot burnt, and a fig mustard reduction. Frackleton's recommended wine pairing is as Oregon Pinot Gris. Where good food is good mood at Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits, downtown Sheridan. Remember when your mom would say, eat a live toad first thing in the morning and nothing worse can happen to you for the rest of the day? Well, if you ignored her and didn't eat that frog and now you're stuck waiting for good stuff to happen, then you need the healthy calm that only comes from the health nut. The best organic salad bar in town. Smoothies that'll level you right out. An aisle after aisle of toad-free supplements that'll keep that sunny disposition going all day. The health nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. Check out the FFA Barn Bash online auction on SheridanMedia.com. There's items like dining certificates to Midland Market, Frackleton's, and Uptown Shabby Shack. A donut spread from Bonafide, rounds of golf at the Powderhorn, and a bowling party at Cloud Peak Lanes. The auction ends this Saturday at 7 p.m. during the FFA Barn Bash, but if you don't plan on attending, you can always pick your items up Monday at Sheridan Media. Check it out, the FFA Barn Bash auction at SheridanMedia.com, presented in part by Range. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by American Liberty Mortgage. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, we're talking with Sheridan County Under Sheriff Levi Dominguez and Sergeant Devereaux Johnson. Extremely frigid temperatures after a really good snowstorm. A typical but dangerous mix of weather conditions for driving. Winter sports enthusiasts are finally getting the weather that they deserve, but it can cause some problems for some other folks. Now, do we see a lot of vehicles sliding off of county roads around here? Uh, you know, I can remember growing up, my dad was pulling people out <laughs> from the bar ditch down the road late a couple times a week. Usually a teenager who tried to fishtail, didn't quite make it, and dad would get in his tractor and he'd drive down the road and pull him out of there. We see a lot of that this time of year? Yeah, we see... We see enough that it's probably the same as it was when, when from what you remember. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's common enough that it's it's uh, you know something to keep in mind that during your winter driving we need to be slowing down. Yeah, um, slowing down. Consider putting sandbags in the back of the the pickups um, if you if you have the space for it. Um, you know, not crowding the snow plows when they're out and about. Um, everybody you know knows or at least remembers that that campaign. I think it still is active. Not crowding the the snow plows on the interstates that still goes for county roads, city streets, trying to give them the space to work because they see you. Yeah. But they have a job that they got to do too. So. Yeah, and and you know it was sometimes with that gravel coming out of the back and the snow flying out the front, why would you want to be close to that anyway? You know, unless your your pickup or your car is already pretty beat up. I mean, that's going to be cracked windshields right there. That's all I think yeah. about. Yeah. I give those guys plenty of space because. Right. Uh, <laughs> Man, I like my windshield the way that it is. Right. Now, uh, when it comes to pulling individuals out, what exactly is a deputy allowed to do there? I mean, can they show up with the old pickup, throw out a tow rope, and, and pull them out of the ditch themselves? No, no I didn't think so. What's, what's the procedure there? So for us, it's going to be, number one, making sure people are safe. Um, even on a slide-off, we want to make sure there's no injuries, you know, that the vehicles are running, they got kids in the car, you know, making sure people are warm. Um you know, nobody hit their head while they, you know, went through the, the county fence when they slid off. That's that's number one priority. Um, number two is organizing uh, 
to make sure that, number one, they get their vehicle pulled out, and then number two, uh, make sure that if there's any damage incurred that everybody gets on the same page for not only property owner but vehicle owner, all that stuff. Um, so, you know, like I say, make sure everybody's okay. Then we can organize. We can worry about the vehicle and get a tow headed their way. Or just like you say, you know, recently we had one where uh, – the the kind man down the down the county road brought the tractor out and pulled yep. it out of the kind of <laughs> see a lot of that yeah well and we're 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 blessed to live in a county like this you know where people are um, uh, willing to help each other and something that you know somewhere else it might seem a, a trivial matter but to us you know we have to have a vehicle here to get to where we're going and people understand that and the ranchers out understand that and it seems like the majority of the time people are on the same page to go and help each other out of those situations. And, you know, good-hearted, right. really, really good-hearted, because uh, that's one thing I always kind of thought my old man was a bit of a crotchety old coot, but uh, it, he'd jump in his tractor every time, and he'd go down there. He wouldn't He wouldn't give him hell. He would just pull him out and call it good. Mistakes happen. Yeah, all the time. Uh, now, uh, what types of things should you ensure that are in the car, just in case... I were to become stranded in a cold weather situation yeah. like this. So some of these are going to go year round. You know, you should consider having a medical kit in your, uh, in your vehicle at all times, you know, just, just in the event that you're out and about and you need something, even if it's from a, a you know, a tiny bandaid to a full bandage, if you come across something that somebody needs a hand with, if you're comfortable doing something like that. Um, but if we're talking winter specific, you know, you should at least consider having something that, uh, is provided with, uh, you know, Water, food, some cones, jumper cables, things like that. Um, but you should also consider putting like a flashlight that has a strobe uh, in that, um, you know, in that kit. So that let's say you do slide off, you know, interstate, county road, something like that, um, where you can turn on the dome light of your vehicle so that if you're in the middle of the night and you're worried somebody's not going to find you, uh, you know, you can put that dome light on, but maybe you can throw that that strobe in the back or front of your window if your defrosters are working and a good attention um, getting device. Yeah, know, absolutely. Like yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's lots of things. There's probably a million different things out there that, you know, anybody listening would probably say, well, you know, I keep this in, in my kit just for, you know, this experience that I had, but you know, that's a good starter. Uh, keep yourself food, water, uh, cones. If there's, if there's a way that you can keep yourself um, alerted or get out and keep um, vehicles from coming in, sliding in on you. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe a good flashlight with a strobe, just little things like that. Because even in the winter, you need to make sure you're uh, eating and not getting dehydrated because, you know, we're wintertime, it's easier to get dehydrated than it is to... Uh, yeah, because you don't <laughs> think about the water. Summer, yeah. Right. yeah. And and for those uh, out there, you know, if it, a lot of people I know who are listening have been out on the prairie in the middle of the night. The smallest light can be seen for miles. Right. I mean, that's why families used to put candles in the windows to help people get home because you can see that out here for, God, forever, and especially with the snow and the reflection off of it. And I'm glad you said a strobe. That was something that uh, we actually keep in my wife's car is, oh, yeah. a, is a strobe light just for that situation. And it sits there. doesn't do anything all year long, but uh, I know it's there. I had to pull it out once a year, give it a test, right. uh, you know, make sure that it's still operating. And uh, cold weather can sneak up on you. Uh, you talked about the dehydration, but at the same time, if we're stuck out there uh, for an extended period of time, and we know I'm going to be here for a while, uh, I don't have a signal, but maybe I do have that handheld. Can I use that 307 for that type of situation? Is that 
something I could use that you, for? You know, if you have it, you might as well, yeah, put it on. As far as that, that goes, if, if you know, we're, we're talking about somebody stranded and we, we're not sure where somebody is, our deputies are going to be out searching for them on the county roads. So hopefully we'll come across, you know, somebody um, in there. It is designed more for the backcountry recreationalists. But if you have it and, and, and we get to a, a, a point in time where we're calling out, you know, extra searchers or search and rescue, you know, we may be utilizing You can that. utilize that. Yeah, it, right. it's, it's again, it's another tool in the toolbox. If you have it in your in your vehicle and you can try, and if somebody's, you know, listening or, or something or out and about you, you know, you may get somebody. So, Now, what are some signs of uh, uh, cold weather injuries actually popping in, taking hold? Yeah, you know, when you have somebody that's exposed to, you know, an extreme amount of cold weather for a, a, a length of period of time, um, it's a lot of times you're going to be altered mental status. You're going to start to get confused and early onset of, of that as far as getting confused, not knowing what's going on, those types of things. You know, you're going to see, you know, the shivering initially early on. That's your body trying to, to stay warm. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you stop shivering, that's a bad sign because your body's, you know, beginning to probably shut down and, and those types of things. Um, that, that altered mental status is, is something to take more um, serious because, you know, that hypothermic stage is, is setting in and, and progressing. And you um, might make some real bad decisions you make, thinking yeah. you're being smart. So, and, and that's, that's the key is if you can stay warm early on, if you're in your vehicles or things like that, if you're out, maybe not necessarily, and you don't have that because, yeah, it, we've seen, you know, crazy where we're out, you know, searching for, for somebody who's who's been exposed to the inclement weather, weather, cold weather for a period of time, and, you know, they're walking around and they don't have their jacket on or they're, they're you know, shirtless and those types of things. It's because they're so hypothermic that they're they're not, you know, acting correctly. They're yeah. because you know, their, their body's shutting down. They're not making those good choices because their mental status is so low and, and our searchers find them and they're like, and that's, that's common because, you know, your, 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 your body's doing that, you know, as far as like frostbite and those types of things, you know, your, you know, your, uh, your, your, your fingers and your toes and your face can get that kind of leathery kind of hard, hardened skin. And, and, and that's, you know, early on sense of frostbite. Um, and, and I, I tell folks if, if you're out in the back country and you do have frostbite in your fingers and your toes or, or things like that, don't um, thaw or warm up that frostbite area if you if, if there's the you know potential for it refreezing. So if you're out because it can cause more severe injury. Oh so, wow! You know yeah. if you're out you know and, and you're stranded and you know you're going to try to hike out you know and you're with a group of people and you have somebody who's frostbitten you 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 rewarm that the the frostbite by, you know, fingers or toes or those types of things. And, and, and then you're hiking out and, and that has a potential for refreezing that, that just that causes more, you know, injury to the, wow, to those areas. Yeah. So, I didn't know that. So you're yeah. better off just leaving it until, you know, once you, you know, arrive and let a medical professional. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. Wow. And, and, you know, you talked about uh, finding individuals without jackets on, without, without shirts on. There's a, a, a documented, uh, well, it was a horrible situation. They ended up losing the hunter, but they tracked him by finding his clothes yeah. along the way. And it's just, I don't know what happened. And they're like, this guy knew the area. This guy was, you know, he'd been out here a hundred times. It was no big deal to his buddies. Yeah, we just head out there. And then all of a sudden he doesn't come back. And they tracked him by following his clothes, which just shocks me. It, it, something happens to our brains in these situations, yeah. and uh, apparently, you know, we will almost seemingly 
just allow the weather to get us. And and it's just it's that hypothermic type of thinking, because I'm sure in, during that situation, he was thinking, oh, well, this is smart to do. I'm getting too hot. I better ditch this or ditch that. And who knows, you know, what eventually happened. But, uh, yeah, terrible situation. So, all right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this code red. This is something that uh, it works, and I've had it for a number of years, and I rely on it. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Considering a mortgage loan? You have a new option here in Sheridan. Tia Jaffe and American Liberty Mortgage. Tia and her team offer years of personalized expert service with a variety of home loan options. So whether you're purchasing or refinancing, they have something for every stage of your life. At American Liberty Mortgage, their job is to make your dream a reality. Give Tia Jaffe a call today, 307-214-8369, NMLS number 636438. Visit her online at yoloans.com. Hi, this is Laura from Harker Mellinger. Our advisory services are designed for entrepreneurs and small business owners so you can focus on your business. Our relationship is customized for what you want and need to ensure your business is as efficient as it should be. We will evaluate your business and provide solutions you will benefit from. We will coach you through each step of the process from start to finish. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. Future Farmers of America educates its members on a wide variety of agricultural career opportunities locally, nationally, and globally. FFA is an all-inclusive student organization that promotes new opportunities and interests in life, while enlisting leadership skills and encouraging us as members to personally grow through teamwork and community involvement. Please help us celebrate National FFA Week February 19th through the 26th. This message is proudly provided by PNK Equipment. Kretschmann Angus would like to invite everyone to their annual bull sale February 26th at Buffalo Livestock Auction, Buffalo, Wyoming. Selling over 60 yearling black Angus bulls, many of the bulls offered this year are calving ease. If you're looking for bulls with natural muscle and thickness that will go out to pasture and work for you, then come see Kretschmann Angus on February 26th. Lunch served at 11.30 and sale starts at 1. Hope to see you there. Videos of all the bulls available at KretschmannAngus.com. Do you love what you do? Well, I do. Hi, this is Jill Bates with Best Real Estate. I have the pleasure of working with many amazing people every day, assisting them with the next chapter, whether buying or selling. Real estate is not just looking at pretty homes. There are lots of hoops, steps, and challenges to overcome and people to coordinate to achieve a successful closing. We don't expect you to know what to do. You don't do this every day like we do. Let me and my outstanding and caring team at Best Real Estate be your guide and make the start of your next chapter a success. Give us a call today, 675-BEST. As always, make it a great day. We're Captain Clean, and nobody cleans or guarantees satisfaction like us. Oriental rugs, heating and air conditioning systems, carpet, tile and grout, hardwood floors, upholstery, fire and water damage, insulation removal, mold remediation, chimney cleaning, and much, much more. Call Captain Clean this winter at 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. Good morning and 
Welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by American Liberty Mortgage. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I'm speaking with Sheridan County Undersheriff Levi Dominguez and Sergeant Devereaux Johnson. Now, uh, before we start talking about Code Red, we were talking offline here, and we got some great information. Uh, I just wanted the Undersheriff to let you know, before you leave... Uh, to go hiking, to go recreate in any way, or to go hunting, what's the one thing I should do, under sheriff? You should let others know where you're going. Exactly. In, in the area that you're going to be, because if something happens and, and you're by yourself or you're with a group of, uh, you know, other recreationalists and and and, and emergency happens and you know you're you're there for a period of time waiting for help if if nobody knows where you're going to be it's a it's you know Sheridan County in a hole in the Bighorn National Forest is it's huge and we don't have a starting point but if if a family member or friend or somebody knows where you're going to be we have a starting point we can we can send deputies to that area find your vehicles know that you're in that area and then we can get search and rescue crews headed your way and it, you know I, it, I spoke with someone a number of years ago, and I posed the question, well, what if I, you know, don't have anyone to tell? Well, he said, write write a note in your house and, and just say, I'm going to be around this area. Boom. Leave it right there by your cell phone or your telephone or, or leave it on your coffee maker. Just leave something. Tell someone so that they've got some information that they can start from because uh, we can't risk the lives of our search and rescuers. You know, where are they going to start? The foot of the bighorns, the middle of the big? I mean, it's just too big of an area. And, yeah. and uh, I, I do know the frustration uh, from that, you know, when you feel that you're not getting the help that you need. But uh, we definitely have to know where to start from. So, Under Sheriff, I have had Code Red on my phone uh, for some time. This is an emergency alert system, and near as I can tell, this thing works fantastic. It's uh, I get uh, emergency alerts from my county all the time uh, when they arise. It just pop right there on my phone. Yeah, it's a great system to work, but what we want folks to know is that you have to be signed up for it. So you're, you're not automatically a part of the Code Red system, you know, and, and the, the city of Sheridan and, and Sheridan County implemented Code Red back in 2010, and uh, they contract with uh, Emergency Communications Network to license the Code Red program. Um, for this quick emergency notification system, and it's it's managed through uh, the city of Sheridan's uh, dispatch center, and um, it, it's it's you have to sign up for it though, and um, that's what we want folks to know is it's it's not something that it just comes with you know when you get a cell phone or you have a landline that it'll automatically. Um, you'll be signed up for it. Now, how do I get signed up? Do I need to go to a website? So, or? yeah, if you have if you have the internet, you can go to the Sheridan County website and look under emergency management, and or you can in the search box type in code red, and it has a link, and you can go right into that link, and you can sign up there. Same thing with the city of Sheridan's website. You can type in the search engine um, code red, and they'll have information on how how to get that. And, and what's great about that is it can be a cell phone, or it can be um, you know, a landline or other phones, but you have to, we have to have a, a street, a physical address associated with, um, with when you're registering or signing up for that, because how code red works is 
our, uh, the dispatch center, the city of Sheridan's dispatch center, if there's an emergency in a certain area, or, you know, it can be used for evacuation notices or, you know, any type of like a bioterrorism or, you know, missing child or, you know, something that we need to get a notification out to the county residents, you know, really quick. Um, the dispatchers can basically, you know, it's like anything in the computer. You can get an outline of an area that that's where we need to, you know, like story. Oh, wow. So wow. a story, if there's a, there's a, maybe, uh, you know, a wildfire in that area and we need to, you know, send notifications out for evacuations, the dispatchers can, you know, basically create, you know, dry an area around the story that that's where that code red is, is going to going to hit. So it's not going to so, hit all Sheridan County. So folks downtown Sheridan aren't getting it. They're not going to get okay. it or Dayton residents or Ranchester or Claremont, you know, but if, or if there's an incident that's happening in Dayton, you know, they can, they can encompass just the Dayton area or the Ranchester, or the Tongue River Valley area and story folks aren't getting it. Um, and so it's a really great system that's util, that we can utilize um, and for certain, certain emergency situations. Um, if you don't have the internet, uh, you can call the, the Sheridan Dispatch Center at uh, 307-672-2413 during business hours, Monday through Friday, um, 8 to 5. And, you know, you can sign up that way. They'll get your information. You know, again, you need, you know, your name, phone numbers, and, and, and a physical address because that's how that works. And just so everyone is is well aware, I do want you to know you don't receive ads you don't receive any kind of notification this program this code red will be completely silent on your phone you'll forget you've got it until an emergency takes place and then you'll appreciate that you have it because it it, you know i forgot i had it and all of a sudden boom you know johnson county emergency notifications uh weather and whatever start popping in i'm like oh yeah that's my that's my code red. It's working great because I totally forget that I even have the dang thing until I absolutely need it. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, it's not there's no ads, even though the program is, you know, contracted out with this emergency communications network. It's run by the dispatchers within the dispatch center. So somebody at, within within, you know, the, you know, county or city government, whether it's law enforcement, fire, or emergency management coordinator um, has to initiate that process of, hey, we need to send a code red out. And then the dispatchers, you know, do that. So it's not, you know, it's not something that's done, you know, somewhere else. It's done at, at, at the local level within dispatch. A lot of great information and information that you can use. All right. Uh, Under Sheriff, uh, let's talk about the scam that we're seeing this month. Um, this sounds a lot like one. I've, I've got about five minutes left, okay. but this sounds like a scam that almost nailed me once down in Cheyenne. Yeah, and I'm going to let Sergeant Johnson speak to it because he has a little bit more information. Yeah, so um, actually there's two that I quickly want to cover here. So we're, we're always on the lookout or at least getting the reports of some of these um, new scams that might be coming up in the area, things like that. And one of these uh, more recent ones that we're seeing is uh, social media scams for offering uh, cheap rental housing or social media scams offering remote work, uh, remote temporary jobs, remote, remote full-time jobs, working from home, all that stuff uh, that's obviously become more prevalent since COVID hit and all that stuff. Um, but these, these social media scans for rental homes, uh, are unique in that you might see one on your social media page that has a picture of a home that is actually in the town that you live, whether that's Sheridan, Gillette, whatever it may be. 
And then the inside pictures that are advertised are obviously stock images of, you know, these beautiful homes that are brand new built. Not that the homes, that the stock image are, are um, that, that the image of the outside of the home, not that that home isn't nice. It's just obviously these don't make sense. I'm looking to draw somebody in. Exactly, right. Um, so one of the telltale signs is, is the pictures, but also that the commenting on these posts is going to be turned off. So keep an eye out for that because people are going to try to alert others saying, hey, this is a scam. Stay away from it. But the only comment that you will see on there is from the poster uh, or the person, sorry, the person who posted the yeah. original um, uh, rental. And uh, they'll have on there that says something along the lines of apply here, click this link and, and, you know, you'll get this, you know, apply for this home. And then it'll have a whole bunch of personal information to fill out all that, uh, you know, stuff you don't want to be giving out. Uh, so keep an eye out for those. And it's no different than some of these work from home. Uh, remote jobs. It'll look almost identical, offering, you know, lots of uh, lots and lots of money. Something that's too good to be true um, for working from home. Just click this link, and nobody else can comment on it. And um, it, but it's like, hey, well, you know, I'd love to work from home. Wouldn't everybody? Um, so they're trying to get these people drawn in and um, take advantage of them. So just keep an eye out for those on your social. And they're fishing. And they're exactly. fishing for that personal information that they're going to use later on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, just this month, I've gotten uh, one scam that was about a power uh, power bill that didn't exist, oh, but right. but they you know new addresses. Uh, I think I've actually talked about the cable company scam uh, that, that they called me, and uh, they kept telling me I owed money from you know an address that I lived at over a decade ago, uh, and so I had to look it up. And so they are getting wily and, and, you know, sounded more and more official every single time. Now, these rental scams, this is something that I actually ran into down in Cheyenne in 2016. Uh, the individual put up photos of the house. We thought, man, this is almost too good to be true. That's, that's pretty cheap right. for that. Yeah. But the, the advantage was... The house, I did my own research. The house was actually linked with a real estate company. So I thought, well, we got to go to the real estate company. And they're the ones who told me this doesn't, this isn't real. And they were fishing for information, trying to, you know, because off of that, they can build even more. Take the, take the time to do your own research. You know, if it's for, if it's for rent and it's, it's not through a private individual, you know, maybe one of the local housing agencies here in town is running that rental you know take the time to look it up and go from there because if it's if it's too good for to be true and that's the way it looks it probably is it probably is just uh, and a lot of this is just give the company a ring yeah just mm-hmm. call the company outright uh you know i know it's probably not as convenient as having them call you but uh, i even stopped one the other day just by saying you know what i don't feel comfortable with this and that was the power company one and i said i'm just going to call the power company Right. And he didn't even say goodbye. <laughs> he just hung up right yeah. away, right? Yeah. Uh, I was almost hurt. We were developing a relationship. All right, Under Sheriff Sergeant, I appreciate you guys coming in so much. Uh, it's always a pleasure having you guys. Oh, thanks for and, having uh, us. And we're going to get the word out about uh, that 307 Please and do. Code Red. Yep. Both fantastic programs. This has been Public Pulse on 930K, are we? And 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
People talk about it. Hammer Chevrolet makes it happen. Troy Baker. Bob, the sale is only the beginning of our commitment to you. We'll help you with all your financing and contract needs and find you the best deal possible. If your factory warranty is getting close to expiring or you just want some extra peace of mind for your vehicle, we offer a wide variety of service contracts that meet your needs. No high pressure. We are here to help. Service after the sale, it's only the beginning. They've been doing it for nearly 85 years. Hammer Chevrolet, 107 East Houser, online, hammerchevy.com. Whether you're in the saddle or out on the town, take advantage of this special offer from Shipton's Big R. Receive a $20 gift card with your purchase of $100 of Ariad Denim. Ariad Denim is expertly constructed from the inside out. You'll know they're the right jeans for you the moment you put them on. Men's, ladies, kids, we have you covered with the feel of Ariad Denim at Shipton's Big R. Offering the largest, most complete selection of Ariad with a fit and finish for everybody. And for a limited time, you'll receive that $20 gift card with your $100 Ariad Denim purchase at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. Branded with quality, Shipton's Big R. Do you have simple tax returns, but you're still confused on how to prepare them? Cloud Peak Accounting can help. Cloud Peak Accounting will prepare your simple tax return while you wait. Not sure if your tax return qualifies as simple? Just call them to find out and then set up an appointment to get your taxes done while you wait. Call Cloud Peak Accounting at 307-684-5519. That's 307-684-5519. Or visit them online at cloudpeakcpa.com. When it's time to restock your office supplies, let the Sheridan Commercial Company help. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Office Supply Department. We have a selection of office supplies in the store for your needs today. But a huge selection of office supplies is in our new office supply website, SheridanCommercial.com. We have thousands of office supplies that you can order online and have delivered to your office or to our store. If it's time to restock and review the office supplies, stop on by the Sheridan Commercial Company or go online at SheridanCommercial.com. Today isn't just another ordinary day. It's time for you to make a career change. And your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette would like you to join their team. Owner Larry Storo. Bob, you can earn up to $15 per hour. And even better is that you can work today and get paid tomorrow. We'll help you improve your career potential with benefits that include health insurance, paid vacation, tuition assistance, flexible scheduling, food discounts, and more. Apply in person today at your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. From Jill Bates and the Best Team Studio, News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan.